Hello and welcome back to 365 Days with MXM Tune, but with a twist. I'm Maya, a singer, a songwriter, video maker, and Oakland native. I'm also a huge fan of history. I love untold stories, gross facts, hidden secrets, anything weird, dark, and funky from the past. This month, we have some very special episodes. Each week, one of my friends will be taking over the podcast to share their favorite deep cuts with you. Rounding out this fun month of guest hosts is the lovely and very, very funny Noah Khan. You might know him from songs like Hurt Somebody and False Confidence. We also did a collab back in October of 2020 called Pride. Noah, take it away. It's 365 with Noah Khan. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff, no it won't be tough, gonna go away. Till you've had enough It's 365 On this day in 2018, New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy declared November 17th to be officially Danny DeVito Day in the state where the famous actor grew up. Let's look back at Danny DeVito's stellar career and find out exactly what it means to have a day dedicated to you. Danny DeVito was born in Asbury Park, New Jersey in 1944. Since the early 70s, he's been acting in a truly impressive number of films. His first major role was in the film One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest in 1975, when he reprised the character Martini, who he also played in an off-Broadway rendition of the book of the same name. He earned further acclaim in the sitcom Taxi, which ran from 1978 to 1983. He even appeared in Tim Burton's Batman Returns in 1992. It feels like Danny DeVito was everywhere. Remember that movie Gattaca that everyone watched in high school biology class? Yeah, Danny, Danny was on that. Space Jam? Yes, he voiced Swackhammer, the film's antagonist. If, like me, you weren't able to be alive to see Danny DeVito rise to fame on Taxi, you probably know him best from the sitcom It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, which has been on TV since 2005. Danny DeVito plays Frank Reynolds, a depraved former businessman who is always up to no good. The series follows a group of self-described terrible people who run a bar in South Philadelphia, regularly blackmail each other, and are always involved in some complicated antics to cover up their web of misdeeds. The show is so successful that it's become the longest-running live-action comedy series in American TV history. Even though DeVito made it big in L.A., he says that there's still a little bit of Jersey in everything he does. He embodies the argumentative, loud, yet lovable archetype that makes him nostalgic for his home. He's the second New Jersey native after John Bon Jovi to get his own day. And he even performed on stage with Bruce Springsteen when he was inducted into the New Jersey Hall of Fame. The announcement of a special day came at the Asbury Park Music and Film Festival. And since Bon Jovi is from Sayreville, DeVito is the first person from Asbury Park to be honored this way. At that festival, he was being honored with a career retrospective. DeVito's response? Career retrospective is a lot of words, man. Even in an interview with the New York Times about his honor, he joked, of course, they first told me I could have a beach, but they reneged. DeVito says that it was in New Jersey where he fell in love with cinema and got set on the path to become an actor, producer, and director himself. He always wanted to go to the theater, even if he had to sneak in through a side door sometimes, which he did. Danny DeVito Day is only an official holiday in New Jersey, but that didn't stop people from all over from celebrating. But unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on how you look at it, most of DeVito's young internet-using fans know him from his portrayal of the scumbag Frank Reynolds. So at SUNY Purchase, a university in New York, students created a shrine to Danny DeVito in a secret compartment behind a paper towel dispenser in one of the school's bathrooms. When DeVito saw it on Twitter, he wrote, my heart is filled with love and garbage, then reminded fans to recycle. Oh, Danny, you're too good for this world. Later, on Jimmy Kimmel Live, the host asked DeVito how people should celebrate his special day. He said, Do whatever you want to do that makes you feel really good. Whatever it is, as long as it doesn't hurt anyone. It seems like a good mantra both for November 17th and for life in general. 
We shouldn't aspire to be like Frank Reynolds, but celebrating Danny DeVito feels like something good. Now let's talk about music. Today in 1999, The Verve announced that its band members had mutually agreed to break up the band. The English rock band is best known for their 1997 hit Bittersweet Symphony, which appeared on Rolling Stone's list of the 500 best songs of all time. The song also features prominently at the end of the film Cruel Intentions, a teen drama starring a young Reese Witherspoon. But perhaps the defining feature of the song is its opening orchestral riff, which is sampled from an Andrew Oldham Orchestra rendition of the Rolling Stones' The Last Time. The Verve got permission to use the sample from Decca Records, but they didn't ask Alan Klein, the former Stones manager who owned all of their content from before 1970. So The Verve ended up having to give all profits from the song to Klein. But in 2019, Mick Jagger and Keith Richards of the Stones signed back the song rights to The Verve after two decades. It's a good guy move. Sometime in the month of April, in the year 1996, I was conceived by my parents. January babies are the result of April sex, I think, because that's nine months later. So at some point in this month, uh, yeah, that's, that's what happened this month. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here. So I figured I'd say it. Thanks for going back in time with me today, guys. And remember to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Come back tomorrow for more stories from the past. It's 365. Gonna go a year till you've had enough It's three, six